Greetings, dear listeners. Welcome back to another episode of We the People. This is Pure Teach coming at you once more from the heart of Europe, where the waffles are crisp, the chocolate is divine, and where every beer is a tasty history lesson in a glass. It's Belgium, a tiny country with a very big personality. But no personality could equal that of my two amazing co-hosts. Firstly, I'm joined by a man with a PhD in common sense. <laughs> Diagnose your ailments and prescribe some <laughs> hilarious and helpful headlines. It is, of course, the one and only Dr. Conservative Prof. I wish there was something called a PhD in common sense because a lot of people should be taking that. Um, yeah, so I wish that that thing did exist. But uh, thank you for the nice intro. That was hilarious. And glad to be here again for another week. It's great to have you. And finally, prepare to be charmed, Prof, and delighted by a connoisseur of throw pillows, a master of teen laundry pile navigation, bringing a touch of elegance to the everyday chaos of family life. It is, of course, the queen of the Babylon Bee Headline Forum community. Give it up for the one and only Kurgle. Hello, thank you. And yes, that teen laundry pile is growing in the other room as we speak. We've just uh, taken on a cleaner, actually. So she was attacking our teen laundry pile. It was wonderful to see. So it's a, a real blessing for my wife as well. So it's less for her to do. But uh, Did you tip her well? But yeah, we, she gets paid. <laughs> <laughs> was she wielding a lightsaber? Was she fighting the teen laundry pile that way? That's how I envisioned that. <laughs> she was using the force to fold all the clothes. Using, using, yeah. <laughs> she put her arm out, <laughs> making it. <laughs> Instantly move into the laundry machine all by itself. Kind of like Mary Poppins style. This could be a conspiracy theory. Maybe Mary Poppins was a Jedi Knight. Oh, it could Ooh, be. Maybe. <laughs> so my wife likes to watch House Hunters International. It's a show on cable here in the States. And mm-hmm. um, they've got ones based on houses in the States. But they'll often, it'll be American people moving to a foreign country. And so that could be Europe or Southeast Asia, wherever. Um, it's all over, the, all over the world. And often when they show homes in Europe, the washing machine's in the kitchen. So I'm, I want to ask you about that. I'm just curious. Where is your washing machine at? Uh, we have like a separate laundry room. There you go. That yeah, sounds normal to me. Yeah. It's laundry slash playroom for the kids. Okay. But uh, that, when we moved in, that was actually the kitchen. Um, but we actually moved the, the kitchen into another section of the house and turned that into kind of an extra space for doing laundry. But okay. um, yeah, I think you guys have laundry, separate laundry rooms over yes. there, right? Yep. Yes. Most houses yeah. would have a separate laundry room. Yeah. Well, it's great to be with you guys. And I'm just uh, enjoying my free uh, Chinese premium lager, which I... Well, I saw the picture of you took of that. Yeah. Which I uh, received for free. Oh, I hope it was for free. I did actually pay quite a bit of money yesterday for the Chinese takeaway. So it's been sat in my fridge for 24 hours and uh, I'm enjoying it this night, tonight. And it's, uh, it's very nice. Shout out to Toyota who said he actually has exactly the same beer. Huh. Uh, or he used to. It's not, uh, it used to be imported in the States apparently, but not anymore. As an aside, I don't drink a lot of beer and I have to be gluten-free. But the one that I like the most is from Belgium. I just realized oh. that the other day. Of yeah. course. Hmm. Right. Of course, of course, he says. <laughs> well, I mean, this isn't too bad, actually, as far as non-Belgian beers go, but uh, 
nothing nothing beats. And uh, a, f- a couple of weeks ago, we actually went to a very famous uh, monastery where they they brew wonderful beer, uh, and it's called West Vliteren. Uh, it's very famous, and uh, mm. oh, that's uh, lovely, lovely beer, uh, and also with a little divine touch as well. I, I like to believe. So, how are we all doing? How's things with you, Kurgel? Uh, pretty good. We got our new cat. Woo-hoo! Yes. <laughs> so, um, her name is Glurk. Glurk. Uh, yes. Glurk? <laughs> <laughs> Not rookie. Oh. Well, rookies in there. Okay. So, how it came to be? Um, Gizmo put out a headline asking for suggestions for names, and there were some she was thinking of. Um, but then she gets started thinking of Lizzie. But then uh, SDH suggested Gadget, and I thought Gadget was perfect. And so I was really pushing for that. And Gizmo liked it, but she already had Lizzie stuck in her head. Lizzie was actually the name of a, a really, uh, several years ago, an old farm cat that was really sweet. So she wanted to name her after that. But I like Gadget, and I also thought Lizzie was too close to Lizzo. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we, 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 we just could not, <laughs> we cannot agree. So, uh, she finally said, well, why don't we just call her gadget Lizzie, the rookie cat, and then come up with a nickname. So I said, okay, how about clerk? And then I changed the C to a K. And at first we laughed about it, but then I told Mr. Kurgle that he said, I actually like the sound of clerk. So it, it is original. Yeah. You know, it's not it's not like the usual well, I don't know what you guys typically use over there, but Mr. Buttons or <laughs> Tom or something stereotypical for a cat. It's kind of unusual. I think I need to ask the real question here. Yeah. Does it matter what the cat's named? Because does it actually come to its name? <laughs> After a while they do, but Ah, okay. Yeah. But yeah, you, you you can name them anything. They don't care. Exactly. This, this is a good point, isn't it? The difference, the difference between cats and dogs. Yeah. You, you could say the worst things to them in a nice, excited <laughs> voice. They wouldn't know. They would never know. Yeah. That's right. That's but, right. But this cat is very strange. She does not like it when the TV's on. Huh. And we actually, she'll just hang out in the bedroom. We actually had um, Zelda on the other night. Mr. Kurgle was playing it and she ran into the bedroom. Every time I brought her out, she just run back in. Just huh. the, the noise scared her. But if we have Phineas and Furbon, she'll sit there and stare at the TV. And if you try to get in her way, she'll stretch her neck to watch it. Huh. So, Interesting. I know. Interesting. So, but yep, she, she's been fun. Maybe she's waiting to receive a transmission from the cat overlords when it's time to turn on their masters and Probably. take over the world. I, I think they're all waiting for that. I, I, I do feel like there is some sort of a thing going on with cats. It's like Star Wars Execute Order 66 or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I, I always wonder what they're thinking when they stare at me. Food. Yeah. Food. Food. Petty human. <laughs> what have you been up to uh dr conservative prof oh quite a bit since we last met um got a new phone i have the iphone 14 pro max that sounds way fancier than it really is but Ooh. i think my last phone was almost four years ago so 
Um, I know a new one's coming out, but they gave me a really good deal to get one now. So I took the big jump and did that. So I'm happy to have that. It's working really well so far. Of course, every single app you had to go through and re-sign in. So that was the hardest part, but I got that done. Um, did another big fishing trip. That one was really fun. Kind of our last big hurrah for the before the fall season starts, all that good stuff. Um, I got to be on All Talk No Jeans with Nicholas. We spent two and a half hours together. They turned that into two 45-minute episodes, and I literally had to say, I got to go because I had a class starting. So it was like talking to old friends. Um, it was a lot of fun. They're great. So hopefully everybody got a chance to listen to those. I, I put posted headlines about those. Um, and then something interesting happened to me in one of my classes. Right? I've been teaching for almost 20 years now, and uh, had something happened that never happened before. A student fell asleep in my class. All the, every other student had left, so it's me at the front and her with her head down, and she didn't get woken up by the fact everybody left, so I called her name out loudly thinking that would wake her up, and it didn't, <laughs> and then I get, had to make this decision. Do I wake her up? Do I just leave? Uh, I made sure she was breathing, that she was alive. <laughs> I double-checked that. Okay, she's alive. She's just obviously really tired, so I left the classroom. Uh, I went back about 20 minutes later and she was gone. So I felt really bad about that. I don't know why I just felt bad about that because I didn't want her to be embarrassed about it, but she's never said anything. I've never said anything to her. And that happened about two weeks ago. Um, so that was interesting. But I will tell you the topic of the class, super exciting class. So you, you might be shocked she fell asleep. Business tax, right? I mean, who would fall asleep in a business tax class, especially right. if I'm the one teaching it? I mean, come on, talk about an exciting subject. So did you figure out, if that's the first time this has, this has happened, did you figure out, looking back, what changed of how you became so boring? <laughs> I did a lot of reflection, uh, personal reflection, introspection. I uh, talked to my wife about it, and no, couldn't figure it out. I, I, I'm going to blame the topic more than me. I'm going to go with it. It was the topic and not me. So Okay. Good scapegoat. <laughs> Well, this, this, is, this is a good idea, Prof. I think next time I'm struggling with getting to sleep, I'm just going to put an episode of We The Beeple on where you're talking for a while and see if it helps. Absolutely. It'll work. So my wife showed up from a shopping trip at Walmart the other day, and she handed me a bag, and inside of it was the cheapest blow dryer that Walmart sells. <laughs> and she said, this is the blow dryer that you will forever use when you are defrosting the freezer. <laughs> You know how much the cheapest wall, the cheapest uh, Walmart blow dryer costs? Anybody want to uh, guess? Nine ninety nine. That's a good guess. It was thirteen dollars. I think like twelve ninety something. Or uh, Walmart's pricing is always kind of weird, like twelve eighty something. So she said thirteen dollars. Oh, yeah. So, and she's reminded me of her fancy one. How much that cost? Use the thirteen dollar one, <laughs> not the hundred and fifty dollar one. I said, got it. And I said sheepishly, does your other one still work? She goes, yeah, you're lucky it does. So I'm like, okay, because I'll be buying a new one. It might work, but does she have rust flakes in her hair? Yes, she does. It's, but you know, it's that, that light red. I really like it. It really accents her, her hair color quite well. So it's, okay, it's actually well, a fashion. It's actually fashionist. Yeah. Okay. So win-win. Yeah, it's a win-win. Absolutely. Okay. It's a win-win. Yeah. Which leads me to a conspiracy theory. Conspiracy theory. With conservative prof, the truth is 
out there. So we have the big freezer industry, right? So, you know, big giant companies out there selling freezers. And even if the freezer says it's frost free, so I'm air quoting frost free there, they still get frost in them, right? I mean, it still happens. So my assumption is that the big freezer industry is in cahoots with the big blow dryer industry to make people ruin blow dryers and basically sell more blow dryers. So I just I think there's a conspiracy there. I'm pretty sure of it because it can't be that I just made a simple mistake. There has to be a bigger thing going on that I just fell victim of. So I'm going to I'm going to say I'm a victim of the situation and not take responsibility. Yeah, sounds logical. I think you're onto something here. I'm sure it's not you. Yeah, it, it can't be me, right? Because I am super exciting. I always make good choices. Um, I'm super helpful. I would never make the wrong decision. Absolutely. So exciting that your pupils fall asleep in your class. <laughs> <laughs> well, in, in reality, I am married, therefore I am wrong. So that's actually really how it works for most guys. And I think Tiege can kind of agree with me with there. So this is, yeah. this is true. So the quicker you accept the fact that you're just wrong because you exist yeah. and you have a ring on your finger, the quicker life just gets better. You just accept that and just go, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. And Kurgle is not at all disagreeing with us. <laughs> <laughs> She's going, yep. <laughs> you, you've made some very valid points. Do we need to mansplain what we're talking about now? Nope. No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the moment everybody's been waiting for, we have the Furt lady herself, anything else. So welcome to anything else. And thanks for joining us on We the People this week. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. I feel like I have to ask, even though I can see you and I read your bio before we started here, and I'm afraid you might be a lizard person. So how can you convince us that you're not a lizard person? Uh, well, I'm actually not convinced I'm not a lizard person oh, either. Okay. So <laughs> that's why it's in my bio. I don't know. Um, <laughs> we have a lot of them. They seem to hang around. So I'm thinking I might, you know, have been put here as their leader and I might not know it. They're invasive in my household. I find them all the time. I remember you saying that about your dogs um, with them. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yes. It's, we've had some interesting, we have a lot of lizards with no tails now too. Oh, interesting. Find them all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> I spend a lot of the time saying, Evie, drop it. <laughs> and then she just bites the tail off or how does that work? Well, usually they shed their tail. You know, the gotcha. lizards, they'll, they'll get scared and you don't even have to pull on it. They'll just shed the tail. So, and then try and run away that way. So <laughs> my, my household is responsible for more than a, um, its share of tailless lizards. I know tails make really good toys for animals. I thought you were going to go with soup or something. <laughs> no. I don't know why you I thought that was the direction Well, they, they could make some like, soup. Oh, don't say it. But no, no they're, they're really good toys. Uh, we don't have a lot of lizards here, but uh, we have found squirrel tails on our porch that the cats like to play with outside. Oh, wow. You know, tails are, are my favorite, some of my favorite headlines. I just find them funny. I don't know why, but remember the one we all did with the... You guys republished it for me to see how it would do, but the dog staying up all night, wondering if his tail had always been there. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. And, and my, my COVID vaccine headlines, getting our, yeah. the tails we were promised. <laughs> <laughs> so 
We know you're a dog owner, so what can you tell us about your dogs? Sure. So I have three. They're all rescues. I actually used to volunteer for a, um, a rescue long, long time ago. And so I started basically collecting too many dogs. Um, so we've gone through several. Right now we have three. They are all mixed breeds. We have one that is a husky Malamute lab mix. She's the one that opens the doors and lets herself in and out. Um, her newest thing is she's been in the middle of the night opening my son's door and just going in and hopping on his bed. And she's not allowed on bed. So this is like a very, very, like very smart and yet a little bit vindictive thing that she's doing. And my son has allergies, so he doesn't like her in there at all. And it wakes him up. And so it's, it's this drama at our house. She has to stop doing that. Um, so that's our very naughty, spoiled baby. She's the youngest and she knows it. And then we have our middle dog who is also a husky mix, but looks very different. She's mixed with, I think, probably like a healer kind of mix. And she is definitely the boss, but very timid. So it's kind of this weird combination. She gets her way, but she's very timid. She thinks of my kids as actually being dogs. So if they try and take her for a walk, she won't go. They get to the end of our where we live, like the sort of street area where you can still see our house, and she will push them home. Like get up on her hind legs and push them back home like they're running away. And the two other dogs have actually gotten out of the fence before. And she's come and told me instead of going with them. <laughs> she's like, come in and whined and whined and whined. I'm like, what do you need? So I finally like follow her out there. And it turns out the dogs were like out because someone left the gate. Some uh, worker had left the gate open. And she came in to tattle on them. So she's very much the mother hen, very timid, but very um, set in her ways. She will run to meet my son when he comes off the bus. She'll run out the house door, just run and get him and then run right back. Like she'll be way ahead of him, but she runs and says hi and then runs right back into the door. <laughs> uh, and then we have a little one who is crazy. He is a um, probably like a border terrier half pug mix. He's definitely half pug, but he looks much more like a border terrier with a pug tail. And he's just insane, literally insane, smart, but insane. He just, you know, freaks out, barks a lot. He gets excited. He dances in a little circle when, it, when it's <laughs> mealtime. He'll stand up on his hind legs and dance in a little circle. So it's funny. And that one is my younger son's baby. Like he will carry that dog around. They He sleeps in my son's bed upstairs. It's the only dog just because we can't help it because my son's up, upstairs and no one else is. And so that's the only dog that can go up the stairs. He will steal every dog toy we have. And we have many because we have three dogs. <laughs> we will find them all. And I'm talking, it's like a teenage laundry pile, but of dog toys. <laughs> and we'll find them under my son's desk upstairs. And it's about, you know, a foot high of dog toy. We'll figure out where they're at. So he hoards them. And if you bring them downstairs, he will just take them back up one by one. Like it, he does it one a day. It's, it's almost like he knows what he's doing. So you don't notice that they're gone. So that's the third one. He will sleep in my son's bed and they sleep side by side. They have their own, it's a queen bed and they have their own pillow. And each one has the same position when I go up to wake them up. And they both look at me like, oh, I can't believe you're waking me up. <laughs> they both turn around and look at me like, oh, mom, uh, stop. So those are my three. They're crazy. They're um, very much the babies of the house now since I have teen boys who are a little bit older. But, you know, dogs are perpetually four years old. Yes. Yep. Yes. So, but they're fun. Excellent. Good deal. And you still, do you just have the one now? I just have uh, Denver the Golden Retriever for now. Um, unfortunately, he can't hunt anymore, uh, which is too bad. He's just uh, gotten too old and has had to have uh, 
surgery a couple of years ago, whatever the dog version of an ACL is, dogs don't have ACLs, but whatever that equivalent is for dogs, we had to have that uh, fixed on him a couple of years ago. And the other one's partially torn. And so mm. someday he may need surgery on that, but um, he just he just can't hunt anymore. It's just too hard on him. So we're, My, we're hopefully getting another dog at some point in 2020. Oh, yep. that's good. My middle one actually has knee problems too from when she was uh, a little puppy. Gotcha. But we, we, at the time when she could have had the surgery, we didn't do it because we would have to keep her still mm. for six weeks or it would have made it oh, worse. Oh, and she's a puppy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, good luck know, with that. We have, yeah. yeah, exactly. We have no idea how we would do that. Yeah. So were you both on board, for, your husband and yourself, anything else? Were you, were you both on board for getting a dog from the outset or did one of you require some convincing? Yes. We both love dogs. Um, actually, when I met my husband, I had two cats. Hmm. And and I was definitely much more of a cat person than I was a dog person. He slowly weaned that out of me. <laughs> <laughs> he, he is not a cat person. Um, I still love cats, but I um, don't have any. He claims to be allergic to them. I kind of feel like that's made up. <laughs> um, <laughs> but we no longer have cats. We have three dogs. So we have always had them. We, we've uh, unfortunately lost during our time together quite a few. Yeah. Um, I think we probably have had now probably seven dogs since we've been married. Oh, wow. Obviously the three that we have right now, you know, he loves them. The last one he will always say is his, like the, the little one that opens the, not the little one, the biggest one, but the youngest one that opens the doors and is really just very, very naughty. It's because her daddy loves her so much and she spoils <laughs> the dog. And he, he didn't want the dog. Like I talked him into it and now that's the one that he would be. Completely that's, lost. That's without. how that works. That's exactly how that works. Yeah. I remember you doing, I think, a headline or something about the dog opening the door. And I was like, really? I need to see a video of this. And you posted the video. Well, not no, I, said, I texted that. it to you. Is that yeah. what you did? Okay. You said, okay. I could remember where I saw the video. Okay. You texted it to me. My memory is not that great, apparently. Um, and so I was amazed by that, that that dog would literally just pull the handle down and open the yeah. door. I was like, wow. Okay. Yeah. It used to be the normal way, like door dogs will, you know, on the, they'll push it in and that's yeah. pretty easy, but now she can go both directions. She can, she'll pull it towards her and, and she, if we don't lock the door, my office door is always locked and I'll forget that it's locked, but I lock it. So the dog doesn't come in when I'm in the middle of a call or something. Sure. And I'll forget. And the kids will be, you know, trying to talk to me and I'm like, well, why don't you just come in? They're like, your door is locked. And it's always locked because of the dog, not because of any other reason mm -hmm. because otherwise you have the dog in there and I, I have to remember to tell guests when they come visit when they're using the bathroom because our, our guest bathroom is right off you know the main room where everybody would be and I always have to tell them lock the door like <laughs> you just need to lock the door that would be a surprise <laughs> oh no that that brings back a memory actually because when I was a boy we had a German Shepherd Labrador cross called Blaze, a lovely dog. And uh, yeah, I trained him to open doors, actually. I've, uh, I remember that now. <laughs> Did you regret it? I didn't. My parents might have done. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> that's going back uh, probably 30 years ago now. But um, So if I'm understanding it's anything else, so before you had dogs, by your own admission, you were probably a crazy cat lady. Oh, I was totally a crazy cat lady. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I, I got married kind of late. You know, I met my husband when I was probably 28. So, you know, I was full blown going into crazy cat lady mode. <laughs> so <laughs> I was it, okay with it. I was fine. So your husband rescued you from becoming a crazy cat lady. 
Yeah, I guess you did. All right. But I, I think like, you know, if I grow old, but if I end up alone because my husband precedes m- me and death, I will probably end up being a crazy cat lady. <laughs> it's a goal. <laughs> I like them. A crazy cat lady and a lizard person all in one. Yeah, that's right. Oh, funny. <laughs> I guess that those probably two can't coexist, so. No, more tails to play with. Yeah, that's More right. tails, yeah. exactly yeah. right. That's right. I have a question on a different subject. So um, with all your past headlines about teen laundry piles, I know you have two boys or two or two. two. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So, and I think I commented this once, maybe more than once, but you have made me really happy to have a girl. <laughs> 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 because with my teen laundry piles, it's just a, a pile of clothes with no stink. Oh, so, there's stink. <laughs> on, a, on a scale from one to 10, how bad is a teen boy laundry pile? Well, that answer is different depending on which of my boys you're talking about. And for different reasons. So... You know, my younger one for stink, we're talking an eight, probably. Oh, man, that kid, if you don't force him to wear different socks, he's wearing the same socks. It's just, <laughs> it's always sock, too. It's that sock smell. Um, I mean, who does that? Like, I don't even get that. That's like not in a female DNA kind of thing. Um, and then my older one is very um, hygienically clean, but ridiculously messy. And he will just, um, like that, that laundry pile, he changes, he's a, he's a little diva. I said that. So his, <laughs> his, in terms of stink is like two, but in terms of, you know, the quantity of clothing, he blows away the other one because he changes so often. He'll, he works out a lot and he'll change, you know, in the morning and then he changes when he gets home and then he changes after he works out and then he changes to sleep and he can't ever sleep in the same thing. So he's got four, like four outfits a day. <laughs> At least he does his own laundry. It's not often enough. I have two teenage girls and I'm, it sounds like they're very similar, even apart from the gender. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the pile I posted in response to your pile, Tiege, was the older one, the one that changes clothes too often. Because I happened to walk into his bathroom because I had to deal with something else in there. And I was like, yes. oh, my gosh. It was it was like as tall. That, that door is a very tall door. So yes. it's hard to see in scale, but it was probably almost as tall as me. And somehow staying upright. <laughs> we'll have to post the we'll have to post the pictures on the uh, on in the show notes so people can see the the one of the maybe the eighth wonder of the world. Yes, the eighth wonder <laughs> of the world. It could be. Well, I'm still glad I have a girl. Yes, it's funny. So when I was um, pregnant with my second child, and I always thought it would be really great. And and I should preface that you know, we're very blessed to have the children we have, especially because it took us a long time to have children. We tried a long time and we had the one and we thought we would not even try for a second because I almost felt like it was questioning God because we were so lucky to have been given this blessing after all of the difficulties we had that I didn't even talk about having a second one. So the second one was a surprise. So I was happy. And then we found out it was a boy and I was happy for that. because oh, they can play together. But then I was while pregnant walking through like the babies are us section of clothing that happened to be the girl section. And granted, I was hormonal because I was pregnant <laughs> and I unexplainably burst into tears because I knew 
that, you know, I was never going to have a girl because at that point I was older and I knew we weren't having, you know, we just didn't have time. And it was so difficult to have the babies that we had, but mm-hmm. so, but, but I, I'm very happy. I love my boys, but yeah. at the same time, it would be nice to have a girl. Yeah. Girls do have a lot more options for clothes and pretty names and yeah. And, and <laughs> but at the same time, they take a lot more work with the hair and getting them ready, all that. So, so it, it's a trade-off. Yeah. Have I mentioned my older one is a diva? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it takes a long time to get ready. At least he's old enough to do it himself now, though. He is old enough to do it himself. That was me opening a soda. Sorry, it sounded very strange. Does he do his own laundry then pretty pretty regularly? Or do you have to coax um, yes, him? Or? he does. Like, okay. The older one will do his own laundry, okay. and, and he does it a lot. He um, is very – like he'll, he even washes his own sheets several times a week. He's Wow. He's clean. Um, cool. He doesn't clean anything else. But he, will, <laughs> he will clean the bathroom um, – as far as it goes, like picking up his clothes and putting it in the laundry, but that's about it. Okay. Well, for he empties the dishwasher too, but that's a chore. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's given to him. Yes. Com- compared to some teenage boys, that's that's not bad actually. That's, well, my younger one will put clothes in the laundry. He'll put them in the washer. Sometimes he'll start the washer. <laughs> not always. <laughs> not guaranteed, and. Then usually he will not empty it. He will forget they're in there and I have to end up washing them again because by the time I find them, they're stinky and disgusting. Yeah. So he tries, but not well. <laughs> I want to talk about the the nickname that you have, which maybe not people realize, of the Furt Lady, F-I-R-D-T. Uh-huh. And you are the origin of it. So I think we need to hear from the source herself, uh, the origin of the Furt. Yeah, and that was not so funny at the time that I. Um, <laughs> I remember it well. I remember it well. Yeah. yeah. And, well, we have to back up because this was t- 2000. Tw- I'm sorry, 2020. 2020. Um, yeah. Yeah. Three and years ago. I was brand new and I really hadn't gotten into the, like, I didn't really know the feel. And it was very small then. So when we were in those days, I mean, uh, Prof, you'd been around forever. Um, but most people were pretty new, I think at that point in time. And and I was definitely really new and I joined, um, coming in because I needed something to take my mind off of sort of everything that else that was going on in my life at the time. Um, which is also how you became my brother. Yes. Um, so I really jumped in and started participating in, in discussions and things like that because I was really trying to um, just have something to distract me. And so I figured out that first was a thing and really didn't know, why, to be honest, but I, I wanted this badge and, uh, and people seem to take it really serious. So the first time I actually had an opportunity, was when I accidentally posted FERT, which was put down my, I had it in there and I think I maybe had a spelling error, but the autocorrect corrected it to FERT instead yeah. of first. I'm like, what is FERT? And why did you do that? <laughs> um, and, it, and I was mortified because I felt like, and, and you know, this is kind of, ridiculous thinking back of it, but I was really upset about it because I thought, oh, I took away other people's badges too, because I made this typo because I was just was really brand new and I didn't really have a feeling in the place where I was, I was very stressed out in my life. So I wasn't thinking about this, like who cares? But, um, but I was really, I was really disappointed in myself. I was very mad at myself because I thought I had taken this away from other people and I'd done the stupid error. And, um, I think people picked up on that and they rallied around and were like, you know, yep. this is dumb. You're, you're fine. And, and it just became this big joke. Um, 
And so then when we were beta testers over at Not The Bee, actually Prof and I were going back and forth and people were firsting on articles and Dan Dillon had actually said, like, you should lose points here if you do that. Yeah. <laughs> I remember because he didn't want that as a thing yeah. Not The Bee. Yeah. And I had responded to that with, well, we should just do FERC instead. Yep. And and that and and I think Prof, you actually took it and ran with it, and it yes. started to be a thing, and so people yes. started posting fur over it, not the bee. Yes, um, and that's how that came came around. Yeah. So when I was actually at the time, I had a different um, name, and at the time I was talking about what you know I should change my name to, and um, Toyota was actually you should be the fur lady, which I never did, but. <laughs> but it stuck as a, as a nickname. But it stuck. And so I want to mention the article this happened on. So I, I saved it. And so it's a Babylon Bee article. And the article um, is called Trump Announces Plan to Replace USPS with Fleet of Carrier Eagles. So that was the article. And this article came out August 14th of 2020. Literally two weeks after you joined anything else, because I looked at your date that you joined the Babylon Bee, it was July 30th of 2020. So that was uh, literally see. two weeks later yep. that that happened. And so um, there's a funny string there. Um, so there's there's a whole bunch of replies um, to that and um, you know me and uh, several other people. And so if anybody wants to go look that one up. I think it's also linked in the FERT Times. It's in the so FERT Times. So yeah, if you go to Not the Bee, and you look for the group called the FERT Times, it's right there at the top to click on it and drill into it. So um, courtesy of Neil Hillbilly is kind of the one who saved it for us and made sure it got into the FERT Times. So we'll give Neil yep. Hillbilly the credit for that. And I'll, I'll link to it as well in the show notes uh, okay. over on the Babylon Bee so people can uh, go and check that out. Back when an article only had 33 comments. So there's wow. 33 comments that article. And, and think about and our headlines. We would be all excited about four likes. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Yeah. My, how things have changed. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And I, I went away for a little while because I was trying to save money. And I, so I didn't renew my, I came back and I was like, what happened here? Exactly. <laughs> this is so different. So let me just follow up on that with this question. Um, since I've known you on the forum, which has been just over three years now, um, you've had three usernames between the B and not the B. So Linda Bobinda, Middle Renee, and now anything else. So tell us about that progression. You actually missed one. So I had oh, I Linda missed one. Bobinda, okay. and then I had just Bobinda. Ah, I forgot about uh, that. Okay. Yes. And then um, Middle Renee, and then this this is the one. So I started with Linda Bobinda. I decided I didn't want to use it um, because it had my first name in it. Yeah. Because we didn't know this whole influx of users that were coming in. Um so that was that one. Um, Middle Renee was actually a free account, and that was not the same account. But it was I was the, obviously the same person, so most people knew it was. But that was I was a guest at Junker George. I don't know. Yep, um, I remember that. Yeah, he hasn't been around in a while, sadly, because he's hilarious. Yes. Um. So when I was trying to save money, I used a free account through him. Um. And then I just couldn't stay away because that didn't have the Babylon <laughs> B. So that was only on not the B. Yep. Um, so then I decided just to re-up and came back as my my account. And this name actually came from Dan. Oh. So I, because I think I was Bobinda on one site and still Linda Bobinda on the other because you because I joined, I think, not the B as just Bobinda. So 
I had at, and they were going to merge them. That was yeah. when they were going to merge the names. And so I had asked Dan to change my name and I had thrown something. I don't remember what it was, or I said, or literally anything else because I just didn't want my first name. <laughs> um, and next day I log in and I am literally anything, anything else. else. So that was Dan <laughs> Dillon. I didn't know that. Yep. It was Dan. What, what threw me off is that when you became middle Renee, I didn't know that was you. And no, that, I know. And that was like, <laughs> what happened to you? I think I you emailed you email. or, and yeah, said, where did you email. go? I'm still around at middle Renee. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we were talking like back and forth. You're probably like, oh, this person seems like they know me. But- it's funny. I thought it was Junker's sister. <laughs> okay. I totally missed that. So that's the thing about college professors. We can miss the obvious very easily. So if you haven't ever noticed that. And yeah. Tish and Kurgle are like, well, yeah, duh. So, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. I don't know. Like, were you around in the middle, Renee, days? Because, well, you probably I, were, but I was on Not the Bee mostly and you weren't. Yeah. So. I, I don't I, remember that name, but I remember when I was new on the Bee that you were Bobinda. Yeah. So I was just probably gone because you weren't on not the B as much because the free account was not, you don't get to, at the time, at least I don't know how it works now, but at the time you couldn't post headlines. Um, so I wasn't around it. Yeah. I, I remember you were gone for a while and I was wondering where, you know, where you were. And then, then you came back as anything else. Yeah. I just shuffled around the budget. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to be better with the budget, but. <laughs> I know quite a bit of the circumstances around you joining the B, and I know what that was like, and it was uh, very personal for you, and it's a tough time in your life. So maybe you could share with this uh, whatever you want to about what that was like, how the B was a coping mechanism for you, and how the relationships you formed on the B kind of helped you get through a tough time of your life. Yeah, absolutely. So um, as you mentioned, I think I joined July 2020, mm-hmm. so it was the heart of COVID. Um, and my husband was very sick. And at that time that I joined, he was actually in surgery. So mm-hmm. I had taken a week off of work and I was not, you know, I had, you know, it was just me. You couldn't leave the house. You couldn't have people over. Um, or at least, you know, no one was going over any, any places. So I was very isolated. I had my kids and my kids were worried. And I had my husband's family calling me all the time, asking questions and I couldn't answer them because I wasn't allowed to go to the hospital. Um, so I joined kind of just to have something to take my mind off of things. And the funny thing was, I didn't really know a lot about the Babylon Bee. I just knew that it cracked me up. Um, and it was sort of a, a spur of the moment thing to join. I think it was the article about the um, protest lane in California that I was just cracking up. I was reading it to my friend over the phone and we were laughing so hard. And that was when I decided to join. It really just ended up being this community because when I joined, I actually remember it was um, nobody who was the first one to welcome me in. So and I was like, you know, the fact that people even noticed that I had just like joined and commented on an an article was kind of exciting. And then when I joined, there was the ask, one of those ask the communities, do you have any questions? And it was just so funny because I could take the circumstance that was horrible that was going on in my life and make it into these funny questions, which I don't know if anyone realized the questions that I asked were like very like about this horrible thing that was Mm. going on in my life. And it made it sort of, um, not that it was funny, but it made it something that could, could be a release valve. And this community really, I was able to share, we were much smaller then. And so I was able to share a lot of things that were going on. And I had people giving me their home numbers. I had people checking in on me. And then after he got out of his surgery, ended up like being sick again and going back for that. And so, um, I really felt like I had all of a sudden 
friends, <laughs> you know, because at that point in time, no one had friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, other than it's weird because, you know, you're texting with people, but it was just weird. It was like this community of just very caring, loving people. And it got me through such a, see, I might even start crying. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. It got me through just a really hard time. And so, um, prof, you really like rallied around me, you, Toyota, um, nobody, SDH, um, all those people just really were checking in on me, making sure everything was okay. And it was just, um, really a family. And so you always said you thought of me as your forum sister, but it yeah. really was like that. It was like this. Yeah. And, and it's hard to even explain because it sounds so weird, yeah. but we were so weird and, and, um, small and intimate and everyone was just playing off each other and really quite, um, no, it was just, it was fun. And at the same time, it was very caring and it was a good community of people. And the other thing that happened with that is that I had always grown up sort of thinking like I was a Christian, but I really wasn't a Christian. Mm -hmm. Even at the time that I joined the site, I believed in Jesus. I believed in God. I believed Jesus was my savior, but, but I didn't really understand what that meant because Mm -hmm. I hadn't grown up in a church family. I hadn't grown up, um, with the church. I didn't go to church. I did. I mean, I did occasionally go to church, but I was at an Episcopalian church at the time. Um, and it had shut down. Hmm. And so it just brought me closer to, um, basically I, I um, probably a month ago I got rebaptized, hmm. which wow. is all, <laughs> all Wonderful. because of the Babylon Bee, because wow. it sort of wow. really brought me closer to my oh, faith. Wow. Wonderful. That's great. Yeah. Awesome. That's really cool. So anyhow, that's uh that's what was going on when I joined and that's why I stuck around and and um you know, I do think that like the community on Babylon B is a little bit different than the community on Not the Bee now. I yeah. feel like Not the Bee has gotten a little bit bigger and it's yeah. not the same feeling as it was, but I do feel like it is still that way in the um at least to a degree uh, at you know, in the comments and and um, Babylon B. So agreed. It's a very special community. Absolutely. And I do feel like we are a little bit of a family. It sounds kind of silly. Like when you talk about, Oh, you're my forum sister. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like you really like, you, you know, for a person I've never met in person, you yeah. are very close to yeah. me. Like I, yeah. I, you know, I care about you and I care Absolutely. about what happens to you. And I feel yeah. like you care about me. And, and I feel that way about a lot of people true. within the communities. And, and it's, um, you know, it sounds silly, but it's very true. It's true. It's, and that, I think that unifying factor of our faith um, that that can bring people together through the internet, through yeah. thousands of miles, you know, with Tish being in a totally different continent than us, but we can still <laughs> we can still have this connection, right? And so, yeah, um, yeah but, So that's yeah, yeah. So yeah. Yeah, that's wonderful. And, and uh, you know, and I owe a lot to it because I, I honestly don't know that I would be in the same place with my mm-hmm. faith at this point if I hadn't found. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's you know, like a really bad circumstance that brought me to a really good place. Yeah. Isn't that wonderful? And not just, I mean, place like that. I mean, place in my life, place yeah. as a, you know, with my faith, with my life, with yeah. my relationship with my husband. Yeah. And it was just a combination of everything. So wonderful. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's amazing, isn't it? Well, it really is. So thank you for place. sharing that. Cause I know that wasn't easy and I appreciate the tears because I know mm-hmm. it's real. Right. So I yeah. would give you a big hug if I could right now. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I cry easy. Though, it's so. okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who would have thought when Adam Ford started the B, um, would he have thought that because you're not on your own, anything else that we've heard um, 
Prof, I know you interviewed Excellence, uh, and he was he was really thanking the bee for bringing him to the Lord, really. And yeah, it's true. <laughs> I, I saw that in his eyes because I I got to see him in person at this very table I'm sitting at right now, and he's like me seeing a random video on YouTube, and it was the Babylon V video video about the bicyclist identifying as a motorcyclist. <laughs> And that led him to a rabbit hole of Babylon B things and just realizing um, the faith and then him realizing that what was missing in his life and how that completely changed who he is today. Yeah, absolutely. I saw that. I saw that in his eyes. I saw yeah. that in person. Yeah. 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 It's just, uh, yeah, it's just amazing that a, a site making dumb jokes would be able to do that and bring people <laughs> together and <laughs> develop. I mean, it's the dumb jokes that really like, it's, um, no. It, and like I said, I didn't even realize it was, which is silly with the name and sort of the background, but I really didn't realize it was such a relig religious site until I joined. Mm. Yeah. My faith has grown since I joined too. I, it's just an, a, a remarkable site. It's wonderful. It's amazing what fellowship can do for someone. Mm -hmm. mm. I agree with that. Absolutely. And I'm yeah. certain that the bee probably grew a lot during the COVID time, you know, and I think the timing of not the bee starting in the summer of 2020 also um, that led a lot to it too. So we, as anything else said, we were kind of forced to be home. We we're forced to not go to things. And so a lot of us found the bee and, um, and just that helped us grow into who we have become as Christians and helped us grow more in our faith and meet other people who are like-minded and form that community that we couldn't have in person. And, and we're not limited to forming a community by our physical boundaries uh, anymore. Where uh, the internet helps us, um, you know, get those relationships and friendships um, across miles now. So that's really mm. awesome that it worked out that way. Another good thing about the B as well is is that there are not just believers, but there are some agnostics, and and I think mm -hmm. there are some atheists as well. There are. Yep. Yep. So mm -hmm. it's a community, if I can say, despite um, the the focus on faith and, and, and Christianity, uh, I think it's testament to the bee that as a community, we're welcoming, hopefully, <laughs> the people that uh, are on the fence or perhaps are on completely on the other side. Um, yeah, uh, I think that's true. I remember when I first joined in um, Prof, maybe you remember this too, there was one subscriber that was clearly very, very left. <laughs> I don't know if you, so she would always post like little snarky. I think it was a she little post snarky headlines um, that were very, and I always tried to like look at it from the other side and comment on it and, <laughs> and even like it if it wasn't ridiculously bad Yeah, because people are entitled to their opinions. And even though they don't necessarily agree with me, um, that doesn't make them a bad person. And I, you know, eventually I think that person went away for probably obvious reasons, but, yeah. um, but I do think a lot of people kind of took that same approach, which is, if you look at the opposite, I don't think you see it quite as much. And I do think it's because it's a, you know, a community of believers who try to really reach out to others. Absolutely. Yeah. I vaguely remember that. Um, it's been a while, but I vaguely yeah. remember that. But you know, that, that leads me to think of another point here that when we talk about tolerance and inclusion, right? Um, I think the those of us that are more on the right of the political spectrum are much more welcoming and much more willing to listen to somebody who doesn't have our views and tolerate those 
than somebody on the left who their tolerance ends when they disagree with you, right? So I that's I think that's part of the unifying factor for us um, as believers and people are going to mostly be on the conservative side of the spectrum. Uh, I feel like conservatives are much better at tolerating other opinions and listening to them. And, and, uh, and you don't have to agree. Right. And I've, I've said that to many people, um, you know, I, I don't know, I probably don't agree with everything, but I want to be your friend. I want to have a relationship with you. I want to, you know, have be a colleague of yours. Um, I'm very okay with that. It doesn't matter to me that we disagree on certain things. And so yeah. people are really surprised when you, when you say that to them, because they, they're expecting a fight. Right. And I'm just not going to engage in that. I'm just not going to mm. do it because we're all brothers and sisters in Christ. Right. I mean, that's, to me, that's, that's the thing that I have to go back and think about. Um, yep. All of us were made in God's image. And just because we can't agree on certain things doesn't mean I should lose sight of that. So the, and the bees helped me realize that and keep that to the front of my mind. Yeah. And, and you know, I um, have always had, um, and I am kind of middle of the road or I'm a little bit more to the right now, but than I used to be, but I've always been more of a centrist than, so mm-hmm. I always would look at the far left and the far right and think y'all are all crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I had friends from wildly different spectrums and that's always been the way it was. And it never was weird to me until probably around the COVID time where everything became so vicious, really, if you didn't want to, you know, even just health decisions, obviously, and, you know, being on one side of that was the literally scariest and loneliest part of my like existence, probably um, on top of everything else that was going on. Yeah. So yeah, it's weird. And having to go through that health issue with your husband during COVID when hospitals had all those dumb rules about visitations and you know, I there were so many. I remember a Babylon Bee interview that they did with a with a person who's yeah a husband whose wife had was um in the hospital and I think terminal or something like that, and he was not allowed to be by her bedside when she passed. And it's just like, are you kidding me? I mean, it just it just my heart sinks every time I think about that. You know, yeah, it's just, it, it's I terrible. Mean- it was just a horrible, horrible time. And it was so inhumane. And when I had to take my husband back to the hospital, I literally had to drop him off at a door, you know, and be like, bye. Yeah. Hope you're okay. That would have been so hard for me because I've had a couple of surgeries and never talked about them, but um, my wife being there with me, the moment they took me away and the moment I woke up, if I didn't have that, I don't know what I would have done. It would have been really hard for me without it, her there. It was, it was yeah. just, um, I, I mean, you can't help but feel bad that mm-hmm. that's how things are going. And, yeah. and um, it was bad. It was not um, It was not fair to him. It wasn't fair to his family. My kids couldn't see their dad. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yep. we lost our minds as a country, I think. Absolutely. I lost totally our, and we still you. have got our yep. mind back. We're still nuts. Well, it's not just over there in the States as well. I mean, here in, in Belgium, I remember it. We, we went to a friend's, uh, one, our, our, our girl's friend uh, was celebrating a uh, communion, which they do, Catholic families do over here. And so we went to a family party and all these uh, family members were talking about the different types of vaccine that they'd got. So we were just sat, my wife and I were just sat there like, please don't ask us, please don't ask us. <laughs> we, we just decided from day one, okay, we're, we're going to wait. We're not going to, and then the more we he- heard about the vaccine, we're like, no, we're, we're not going to do this. You know, we're, we're not anti-vaccine as much as we've had other vaccines, but 
with all the craziness around that, that that they were pushing over here as well. And I know in the UK um, and over there in the States, it, it was just mad. And hindsight, I'm pleased we stood our ground and yeah, were inconvenienced just for a, a very short period of time. And um, yeah, My, uh, both of our um, works at the time were really pushing that. And um, I didn't know whether I was going to lose my job. I didn't know if my husband was going to lose his job. Um, one of his close friends at work got the shot and ended up with heart problems within a month, mm-hmm. yes. never had an issue. So, you know, it may or may not have been from that, but the, the, you know, open questions on it, no one should be forced to make, and, and he didn't want it. So it was forced and no one should be forced to make a decision about mm-hmm. their health, especially for a vaccine that doesn't prevent spread. Right. It makes no sense. So the idea that it was to protect others, I mean, even when they tried to pass the OSHA rule, it clearly, they didn't use that as a reason. They used it as a protection of yourself because they knew it didn't protect others. Mm. And I don't want that to come back. And we had Israel on a while ago and he said, never forget when he talked about that COVID insanity, never forget. So we should mm. all yeah, I agree with them. remember that. Yep. Yeah, yep. they're trying. Yep, exactly. They're trying. They are. Okay. So anything else? Uh, as I understand, and you're quite happy for us to mention this, you are by day when you're not writing hilarious headlines or posting on Not The Bee, you are a lawyer. Correct. So uh, we thought it would be fun just to um, to put you as our, our legal expert to the ultimate test of courtroom scrutiny. You know, I'm not sure how it's perceived over there, but as a Brit, I know that the, the British tend to look at some of the frivolous lawsuits and courtroom dramas in the US. And sometimes for us, it just seems to be quite crazy. Um, but I think... Um, would I be right in saying that the British and the Americans can appreciate the entertainment value of the of the legal theatrics you have over there? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, we've got some. We thought it'd be quite fun just to put together a little quiz for you, and we're going to call this "Sue or False," brought to you by the law offices of Skirt Steak and Booger Lily. The choice of an attorney is an important decision. It should not be based solely upon advertising. <laughs> So, anything else? You will have to channel your inner legal eagle uh, to determine whether a series of outlandish lawsuits we present are real cases <laughs> that once graced the courtroom, or if we've con- concocted them as pure legal fiction. So, will you be able to spot the genuine legal shenanigans from the outrageous make-believe mayhem? So, Probably not. <laughs> well, may the gavel of wisdom guide your judgment. So Prof and Kurgel and I have a list of real crazy court cases and some fake ones. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. So Kurgel, why don't you, why don't you choose one of what I sent through and uh, you go first? Okay. So here's the first one. Uh, man sued Budweiser for failing to help him attract beautiful women. Sue. <laughs> yep, that one is Sue. <laughs> the bar might be lower now. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. would they sue now because the Bud Light turns them gay? Would that be what they would do now? So I'm just curious. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Okay, um, a person sued a grocery store for selling a banana that caused them to slip and fall in their own kitchen. Sue. It's fake. Darn. Darn. (laughs) 
Now, with what we were talking about earlier, anything else which you weren't here at the time, but uh, this may be something which is uh, all too real for Prof. A high school student sues for being woken up in class. <laughs> Fake. No, you're wrong. That is actually a, a real, <laughs> real scenario in 2008. And we were just talking before you joined the call that uh, Prof had a student who fell asleep in one of his classes. That's why I'm laughing so loudly. <laughs> and uh, Was the, it like a violation of a 504 or something? What's a 504? Uh, um, like a, a accommodation plan. No. Oh, no, 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 no. It was, it was a tax class, business tax class. Well, can you blame them? Exactly, right? I mean, come on. Yeah, and she fell asleep. She put her head down like five minutes left in class. I'm like, whatever. And she, everybody lost up the room and she was still there. So she didn't wake up. And so I said her name out loud. And then I checked that she was breathing and she was. And then I left the room. So, and it went back about 20 minutes later and she was gone. So that's how it ended. So I did not wake her. Therefore, I cannot be sued. I just want to go on the record and state that just in case. I am sued. I do know a good attorney, though, that will help me out, even if she's transactional. I yeah, think I she can say, still help me out. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> You're in trouble. Oh, no. <laughs> My sister's a paralegal. Ask her. So anyway, I, I got some help. A stargazer sued the universe for having too many stars, making it difficult to find constellations. Uh, false. <laughs> yeah, that, that one's a little bit easier, but I, I would <laughs> like to see... The, the court case, though, that would be fun. Yeah. I'm not sure how you would do that one, except for pro se, because there's no one you can serve. <laughs> True. Who would you serve that lawsuit to? Mm -hmm. The creator of the universe. That's Maybe. right. You'd have to yeah. take it to church. There you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I have one for you. Um, someone sued a haunted house attraction for emotional distress, claiming they were too scared. True. That's a sue. That's false. Nope, that's false. No way. I would have thought true also. So I was, I'm with you on that one. That was, sounds true to me. Man sues himself and asks the state to pay. <laughs> the state or his insurer? Man sues himself and asks the state to pay. I'm going to go false. Yeah, that one is true. Okay. So uh, it was an inmate in 95. Robert Lee Brock from Indian Creek Correctional Center filed a lawsuit against himself for a whopping $5 million for violating his own civil rights. Okay. <laughs> I'm presuming he lost. Yeah, uh, the case was swiftly dismissed. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's wonderful. I'm not doing very well here. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not keeping count. I'm not either. <laughs> uh, I, I am. Man sues dry cleaners for $67 million for ruining a pair of $395 pants. Sue. Correct. Yay. So I've got one for you. Anything else? A gamer sued the makers of the mobile game Angry Birds for emotional trauma caused by the bird's perpetual anger. Sue? <laughs> no. That's fake. <laughs> I would have thought that was real myself. Uh, well, I, I thought it sounded too crazy, so it was probably fake. But then I was going for the, it's too crazy, so probably true. 
Okay, shall we do one more round? Yeah, let's okay. do one more round. Okay. I'm not going to catch up. I'm way behind. <laughs> it's okay. Okay, so here's another one for you. Pennsylvania graduate school student sues teacher over C plus grade. Oh, that's that's a sue. Correct. I yep. am scared. I am scared to be in my <laughs> profession yeah. now. You should be. <laughs> I should be. be. Yeah, thanks, thanks for comforting me there. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That one happens all the time. Yeah. <laughs> if any of profs, uh, students are listening to this podcast, don't get any ideas. Yeah. No <laughs> kidding. They right. Don't win. Yeah. Win. <laughs> There's this thing called the syllabus that protects us. So, uh, yeah. There's a reason that they, we pay attention to how detailed they are and what's in them. So, yeah. <clears throat> Can I give you a little aside? So as the director of the MBA program at my school, um, if the student's not performing well, um, I'm the one who deals with that. And um, there's a committee of faculty and staff that we adjudicate things, essentially. So I had a student not performing well. We put them on a plan. Basically, you have to do these things to stay with us. And it's taking certain classes, getting certain grades. And she didn't do it the first time. Uh, we gave her another chance. So we gave her two chances before she was formally dismissed. And two to three months later, she filed a grievance with the state I'm in, with the Attorney General Council of whatever, Better Business Bureau or something like that. So I get this call from HR one day telling me that this happened. And I'm like, what? They're like, we need all your documentation, all your files. And so we've got several faculty who are also lawyers. And one of them helps out with stuff like this. Uh, I sent him all the stuff and he called me within half an hour of me sending to him. He goes, what a bunch of baloney this is. There's, we did everything right. You did everything right. But it scared me. So I wasn't sued, but that was in the neighborhood. So, yeah. Um, man sues Michael Jordan for looking like him. <laughs> False. <laughs> that one is real. Oh, come yeah. on. Oh. Um, okay, I'll give you a quick explanation. Let's find here. Okay, it has to do with Nike also. Oh. Um, oh, okay, so this guy was mistaken for being Michael Jordan for over 15 years and grew tired of it. So he, he told the court that Jordan caused him emotional pain and suffering, defamation, <laughs> and personal injury. Oh. Oh. <sighs> That's crazy. We're not giving um, Tiege, as a European, very good uh, views of our legal system here in the States, <laughs> no. are we? Well, yeah. he probably lost, though, that one, right? He lost. I would hope it, so. Is, it said he eventually dropped it. Okay. Yeah, I'm like, come on. Yeah. I mean, most of these people probably just do this to uh, – it's just all about getting money, isn't it, really? Or getting getting attention, I guess? Well, the problem is, is litigation is so expensive. So sometimes you can throw out some stupid lawsuit and people will just pay you money to go away. Yep. So you don't have to pay away. Yep. Mm -hmm. True. Very true. Yeah. In courts. Okay. I've got a good one here. I think this one's making me laugh just reading it or looking at it. So someone sued a time travel company for failing to provide a refund after they weren't able to meet their past selves. <laughs> Sue? <laughs> I don't know the answer. If there's actually a time travel company, I feel like this is a suit in the making. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Yeah. <laughs> it was actually fake. 
Okay. Yeah. Is, is the time travel company fake too? Yes. You have to go oh, back no, in time okay. to find out. So it's a paradox. So, so, so my logic was okay. It's just. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, that was good. Good. That was really good, Tish. Good job. <laughs> that was fun. I enjoyed that. Yeah. And now it's time for subscriber questions for anything else. So I will check out the first one here and let's see what the people want to know. From Ed Terry 7788. Have you ever been tempted to go skydiving? If yes, why? And if no, why not? Like real skydiving out outdoors? No, absolutely not. Because why would anyone jump out of a perfectly good airplane, <laughs> as the saying goes? Um, however, I did try to do that indoor skydiving place. Oh, whatever yeah. it's called. Yeah. You know what that's called? I can't remember. I don't know the name but of it. They, but they're all yeah. good. Yeah. yeah, the iFly. Yeah. So, but they won't take you if you've ever had a shoulder injury, and I mm -hmm. have dislocated my shoulder. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't allowed to do it. I had to give away my tickets. I was kind of bummed. I would have liked to have done that, though. Yeah, it looks like it'd be fun. It does, but not like actually out of plane. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little scared of heights. This question comes from Israel Are you a Russian spy? And why are you a Russian spy? <laughs> Do you remember the origin of this whole? <laughs> I don't. You better remind so, us. Everything was Russia, Russia, Russia back in. Oh, whatever. sure. Back in 16. Yeah. 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 So we had like a good natured competition going on back when there was so few people in the forum to try and get the top forum badge. Oh, sure. It was yep. Junker and me and Israel and uh, Doc, Doc, um, uh, Duran and you, I think. Before he became an employee. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. And a couple other people, maybe. So we would do this and it kind of went back and forth between all of us. And so Junker like posted the picture of the. Um, oh, the Avengers. The Avengers. Yeah. The Avengers. So it was the Avengers picture. And so obviously being the only female, I got tagged with the female who was. Russian, and so then I was ah, a Russian yes. agent. So, gotcha. yeah. So officially, yeah. <laughs> officially, yeah. Okay. I guess, yeah. Yeah. So, but not anymore because you know that's bad. <laughs> that's bad. <laughs> uh, but it became a thing that I was a Russian spy. I totally forgot about all that. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good. I've got a question here from Ten Ton BP. If you could go back to school, is there anything else? you would choose to study besides the current degrees in snark and sundry other matters listed in your Babylon B bio. <laughs> um, yeah. So I ended up kind of doing what I'm doing now because it just seemed like the thing to do at the time, because I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I took the LSAT and I did really well on it. Um, but before I ever did my undergrad, I had had an art scholarship. And I kind of panicked that I, you know, would be spending all this money to go to art school and then not really having a job that I could pay back what I spent to go to art school. So the scholarship covered a lot of it, but not all of it. And, um, and I kind of wish I would have done something like that because I am by nature a really creative person and, you know, not necessarily in a job where I have an opportunity to use a lot of that creativity. I mean, I do some 
Um, I also have a significant math brain, so it kind of all blends together. But um, I think I would do that if I had a chance to go back and, you know, because you kind of end up living into your circumstance and you kind of, it's that whole golden handcuffs thing. And if I could go back and kind of start over and have a different expectation, I think I would do it. Mm -hmm. So the art degree would have set you up for a great career at Starbucks as a barista. You missed out on that. That is true. You feel bad about that? (laughs) Kind of. (laughs) (laughs) I like to paint and you you can kind of use art in so many different areas. My niece is doing it right now and she's already got jobs doing advertising for different companies. Um, And she just, just, comes up with these things and she's working like three different jobs part-time while going to school and just doing an amazing job of all these things. And I think it would have been fun. Now it was a totally different world then than it is now, right. even in, you know, for all the different, you know, modes that you use your art in, but, but I do think it would have been. So you know. believe it or not, I kind of know our art, our main art professor and we're, I mean, we're in a committee together. And she was telling me we have, so my school is only 1,200 undergrads, so we're not big. We have over 50 art majors, though. And so she was so, so excited because that's a really big number for us, and they're all her advisees. Um, but she was talking about the creativity process that they have to go through. And there's a lot of parallels between that and other applications. So I, it totally makes sense to me. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I'm not sure what I would have done with it yeah. too, but you know, you, when, that's the other thing. When you go to law school, it doesn't really matter what your undergrad degree is, unless you want to be an IP lawyer, then you need an engineering type degree, but you can take any sort of degree, go to law school and, um, and still end up in the same place. So if you had an art degree, how would that qualify you to be a sandwich artist at Subway? It would probably because I'd make very good sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> I can make a sandwich. <laughs> I do have that chromosome. I couldn't help it. <laughs> <laughs> they'd be very pretty. Uh, it'd be, they'd be, it, but they'd take you a long time to make it, right? That's but it'd be right. wonderfully People pretty. People would be really and, mad. And yeah. Fine, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I got to put the onion like this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'm going to ask a question from uh, Murph who uh, we all love, Murph. Um, Murph, I know you're going to listen to this, and we have so much respect for you. Um, now, you kind of did say this answer already, so but I was, I was going to ask it. So Murph says, it's a multi-layered question. What's the official story behind the anything else username? But maybe since you've already answered that, maybe you could tell us instead uh, your avatar. Uh, you can explain that. And then it also says, um, your her big sister Murph, so Murph's your big sister. Um, it, she pictures anything else as an L Woods kind of lawyer. Uh, how accurate is this? I don't know. That's a hard one to to answer. But um, I will explain the avatar. So the okay. avatar is just like the emoji from my iPhone. Granted, it was my my, my I, you know it looks like everybody, but, um, I wanted the face palm one. And then, you know, it's funny cause you can put a hat on. So when we were all worried about the FBI <laughs> and then as a joke, like, because we were so snarky, I did the heart. And it's funny cause someone posted something about people should start using, stop using hard hands. I totally agree with that. Like, I agree. Like, like, 
it's yeah. funny because we're also kind of snarky here. So the hard hand yeah. um, is funny. That's but cute. she also asked if I would sign that. And I want her to know I bought one of those like pens I can use on my iPad. I'm going to sign my, my avatar for Murph. <laughs> All right. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> can, are you going to sell NFTs of your, of your signed avatar? Probably not. Oh. You know, way back when with um, that bird, you remember that bird? Yes. She, was around? yes. she had me sign the Furt mug. I, I remember that. And Booger, yeah. Booger was her husband, I think, or is her husband. Yeah. But yeah, mm -hmm. I remember that. You told me that, that you signed that yeah. and mailed it to him. Yeah, that's pretty cool. My um, 15 minutes of fame has to do with a typo. I love that. There you go. And <laughs> and this, I think the Not To Be store still sells the Furt mugs, I believe. So and, I think so. And the, I think my Furt mug broke, though. So. Oh, no. And these... I think they have a fur shirt also, something like that too. Yeah, I have the shirt. So I got another question from Stanky Stankowicz. Who is your favorite historical dictator? And <laughs> if you were That's a, a hard one. If you were a dictator, what gratuitous action would you take or what gratuitous law would you enact just because you can? Wow. Stanky. Uh, <laughs> so my favorite, I'm going to have to go with Castro because he's the source of lots of good material right now when it comes to another of our favorite dictators, um, if you will, in Canada. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, his existence brings joy to my life right now just because it's something to laugh about when it comes to um, JT. Um so that so if I had to do a gratuitous, let's see, um, maybe I'd take vacation for half of the time that I was in power and force my will on everyone. Maybe I'd make them take a vaccine, um, <laughs> but I wouldn't. Uh, I don't know. There's something awfully familiar about all of it. It has to be something evil. I don't know. Make people pay for my gigantic golden palace. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I can't even think that way. I don't have a good answer for Stanky. I'm sorry. Uh, what would you do, Tish? Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Who would I be? I quite, I quite like um, one of my favorite '80s movies is Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Mm. Oh, I love they, that movie. They bring back Genghis Khan, I think, if memory serves correctly. I think sounds good. Sounds right. Yep. So I guess. He seems like a, quite a cool, as, as far as dictators go anyway, he, he seemed quite cool, certainly in the movie anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably what he did was terrible. It's, uh... okay. We've been watching that Jack Ryan series. Anyone seen that? I have, and we, we just watched the newest season. I have no idea what happened. Really? <laughs> I could not well, follow it. Well, we just watched the second season. We got done with the second season, but the whole thing. So that was on my mind when that when that question came up about the dictators because it's about the Venezuelan dictator. So that was popping oh, right, in my mind. Right. He was mining. They they found you know um, a whole depository of valuable minerals, and essentially he was killing people to take the value of the valuable minerals. Sorry if anyone has not seen that, and I just. Spoiler, Spoiler alert. Away. <laughs> but the whole time I was thinking, how can people be so horrible? I think I see a future lawsuit here. Somebody just found out the ending to Jack Ryan and we're really suing the We The Beeple podcast. So <laughs> I think that's a very real possibility now. Yeah. Well, we do, we do have legal representation, right, Prof? Thankfully, we do. Yes, we do. We have skirts taken burglarly 
on retainer. So they'll help us out anytime. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Okay. I think it's my turn. And this is not so much a question as a command. <laughs> and this is from SDH. And, you know, you cannot refuse a command from SDH. So <laughs> she says, please come to the next Be Live. Yeah, I actually responded to that one because I want to. I wanted to, you know, I had the tickets this year and I just had this feeling because we were trying to like maneuver around and figure out how we could get my kids home from school and whether my older would pick up my younger one. Um, and then they'd be alone for the evening and they're old enough. They could do that. The neighbors are right there. And my older son is, but I just had this bad feeling about it. And so I panicked at the end and I just decided not to go. And it turned out to be a good thing because my, I actually like my younger son had something go on that night that I had to deal with. So it was, yeah, I remember, I, I remember that. And yeah. I, I was real disappointed when you weren't able to come, but it turned out. I was also. too. But it was just like this, I can't even explain it. It was just like this feeling like I shouldn't mm. go. So so I, I'm expecting to see you at the next one. I want to be there. Is there a next one yet? It hasn't been announced yet. Not officially. Yeah. No, no. Prof and I are th thumbing up for one in the summer so we can go. Yeah. Uh -huh, it's easier for me. Yep. Yeah. How about from Lee Corey? Can you update us on your husband's ongoing battle with the barn swallow mm -hmm. infestation? Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> Lee and I have gone back and forth on this one. So, uh. so do you know that the barn swallows, they nest on your house? I don't know if you have those, Teach, but they will build mud nests and they're actually stuck to your house. And they will come back year after year after year yeah. and they'll go to the same place because of the scent. Um, so when we first moved into our house, we had probably four or five barn swallow nests and it was right in our patio. So you couldn't use the patio because there'd be bird poop everywhere because uh, they're dirty little, I mean, they're kind of cool to see, but they're dirty and they poop on everything. Uh, so we couldn't even sit out there when we first moved in and you can't knock them down because they're protected. Uh, so it was this, like this year, it was all out war <laughs> between my husband and those barn swallows. Like he would go out there every morning and, and it was like that scene from, you know, he'd be out there in his robe and like this, <laughs> this hose shooting things down. And doing, was, a, doing a Uncle Eddie? Is that what? It was total, uh, it was just like that. I mean, if I could okay. have taken it, it was hilarious. Yeah. Um, with his, you know, cause now he's got the long or hair. Cousin so. Eddie, cousin Eddie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, but he won, he won. He's very proud of himself. And, and when the funny thing is it's like totally out of season though now. And we went on vacation this summer, which is way past when they should be doing their nests and, and laying eggs. But we went out of town for probably two weeks to go. We um, went across country and we came back and I kid you not, they had built another nest, but there was nothing mm. in it because it was totally out of season, but it was spite. So it was like this actual war between these birds and my husband. Like they were doing it out of spite. They didn't even need the nest anymore, but they were like, oh, he's not there. You know what we're going to do? And they went and built a nest right there. But there was nothing in it. You cannot knock them down. Well, you as long as the babies aren't in there, you can knock them down. Okay. You can't you can't knock them down with the babies for whatever okay. reason. There's some ecological protection. Because okay, I wonder if the, the if the bird police would show up at your front door, ma'am. We heard you knock down a nest. Um, I wasn't quite sure how that works. No, we knocked a, like the nest can be knocked <laughs> down until they're fully formed and they put their babies in there, and then you can't. So it's like a, it's a big deal. You have to watch because once they're in there and the eggs are there, you got to wait all season. Okay. So, anytime a nest is knocked down, Greta Thunberg feels a disturbance in the force. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> How dare That's you? Right. How dare you? 
<laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, is it my turn? I think so. Go for it. Yeah, so I've got a question here from Gen X Ambassador. If there was one thing you could change about the forum, what would it be? Wow. Hmm. I don't know. I don't, I'm not a big fan of the follow. I think you guys probably know that. I think I've mentioned it many times. Um, I, you know, I don't have a good answer for it though, because we're so big, you kind of have to, you can't. So I really like lately, I've just been getting on and going through and sometimes I'll look up certain people, but I haven't been doing that as much because I like to go on organically and just read headlines. I think TG you do the same thing. I just, I don't, you know, you miss some when you're just doing it by follower, you miss some really good material, some newbies that come in. Um, and there's some hilarious new subscribers that have come lately. And, and so I like to see that, like, just naturally, like, just because you get on and you go scroll through them. Um, but when you're looking just for certain people, it just doesn't feel, it just doesn't have that same feel to it. I like what they've done with the golden updates a lot. I think that was a mm -hmm. good sort of um, medium there. Yeah. Uh, I don't use them a lot. So when I do use them, I really like something. Um, sometimes I see people golden updating things that are totally not publishable though. And so I think I'm like, well, I'm not sure it's kind of like solving the problem. Um, but it's a good, it's a good start. And I think they, they've done a lot to do that, but that would be my thing is I just feel like, um, with the followers were set up to miss some really good, funny material and people with a lot of followers get some un like it not undo, but it's just, it's not as natural as it should be. Like it's like people have funny headlines. I'm not saying people that with lots of followers have, you know, you guys on here have tons of followers. So that's not, I mean, you guys are hilarious, but it's, um, it's just not the same as if it, like it was back in, 2020, but we're also so much bigger. So I don't really have a good answer mm. for it. Sure. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we it's talked hard about, to, you know, I don't have a, a good solution and it's not really even a complaint. It's just, it's just something that I wish was different. Mm. Well, we talked about the golden update on the last episode and, uh, we discovered live on during the recording that prof never a golden updates my headlines. <laughs> <laughs> I I've only, like, honestly, I've only used like, even since they've been around now, granted, I have not been on as often. I've been busy and I just haven't been on as often as I usually am. And I, I, something had to give, I was at that point in my life, I needed to focus on things that had to get done. Start of school, back to school with kids is really busy. And so my life is really busy right now, but, um, the, so I haven't used the golden updates very often. So when I, I think I've probably given out maybe 20 total. So I really do think of them and maybe, I don't know if everyone does, but I really think of them of things that I think is hilarious and should be published. Hmm. Yep. Okay. So if I've golden updated anyone who's listening, I really meant it. <laughs> I think they should have a pity dude. I think it's the pity just, dude. Yeah, yeah, pity dude. Yeah, I, I yeah, admit sometimes yeah. I pity dude. I come across things that like are not funny, but sometimes they, or maybe they even are funny and no, no one's noticed them. And I'm like, I've just got to up to. I, I don't even need to read it because no one's even done anything on this, yeah, so I'm gonna put yeah. one. <laughs> I think we should petition Dan Dillon for a pity dude. I, I a pity dude. Yeah, a pity dude. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, this is not funny. But <laughs> exactly. Like, <laughs> nice try. <laughs> nice try, pity dude. <laughs> A for effort. 
<laughs> Is it my turn now? I think we should have a too long update. A t- oh, yeah. You wrote a oh, paragraph, yeah. dude. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, too long didn't read abbreviation. That could TL- be- <laughs> TLDR, dude. I like that. You just wrote a novel. Exactly. Like, my attention span, I couldn't focus on that. I got to word five and I didn't understand what you were saying. I had to move on. The TLDR dude. I think we're solving all kinds of issues here. Yeah, I like this. Dissidente would be very happy with that. Yeah, Dissidente would be thrilled with this. Yeah, yeah. I have a very important question for you. This is from Jack Flack. What's your favorite color of Eminem? <laughs> is there a, like a like a bad color of Eminem? I like the bright ones, maybe green. She's got nice boots. <laughs> boots. <laughs> She's fashionable. That's right. You know, when right. I got pregnant with my second child, it was in my, I had only been, and this was before I eat a little bit better now, but at the time I was stressed out at work and I was eating M&M's. And drinking Diet Dr. Pepper. And I think that was all I was doing. And I was like, this poor kid is going to be. Yeah. He probably turned out okay, though, right? I mean. Yeah. 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 He's okay, okay. I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I've got one from Be Happy 2. And this one kind of made me chuckle when I read it. Um, would you rather play Trivial Pursuit with AOC? Or freeze tag with Mitch McConnell. You may only choose one of these riveting activities. Trivia pursuit with AOC. Gotta say, it'd be hilarious. <laughs> At least you'd be playing a board game. That's right. That's and right. I don't think Mitch would know he was playing. So no, he wouldn't know. He'd just be he'd be standing there staring at you. And yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. As you know, Mitch is the new name for my computer at work. So. Ah, <laughs> makes perfect sense. That's right. It's frozen yet again. Yes. <laughs> That's right. I'm nicknamed it. Well, he might win in a staring contest. He might. That's a good point. That's a good point. So I've got a question from, shout out to Nicholas, my forum brother and sister. What's a memory you wish you could relive anything else? Mm, like relive in a good way or relive to like redo it? It doesn't say. What's doesn't the say. Okay, so it's up to you, I guess. I would like to relive not like the entire like first three years of my kids' existence, mm. just because they're so fun at that age, and I miss it. And everyone says that you're it goes by so fast, and when you're in it, you're like, yeah, sure, yeah, it's not going by fast now. But then all of a sudden, they're almost out of the house, and mm. and it's crazy. And I would give literally anything to be able to go back and just mm. hug them and like my little one was so cute and blonde and like mm. curly hair and um they were just so cute and i um i miss that here is a question from lpa the human what question would you ask yourself if you were me pretending to be you asking you a question <laughs> <laughs> um I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> I, w- I would ask that question. Exactly that question. What should I ask? Because I don't know. That's a hard question. You would ask anything else. Anything else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, I would ask anything else. Okay. I like it. That's a good answer, Kurgle. You win. <laughs> <laughs> 
I wish I'd thought of it. <laughs> so I have one from Gwen42. If you were to go anywhere in the world on a nice vacation, where would you go? So this answer would be so different. Like if you would have asked me this like pre-COVID, it would be Spain. And I always wanted to go there. And like I always had the visions of like sitting and eating a little, you know, cafe in Spain. Always wanted to be. And I never had a chance. So I went um, all over Europe when I was little, not little, but as a teenager. And I really have I've been to London since then, nowhere else. So, you know. Pretty much anywhere uh, yeah, out of the country I'd like to go and travel. And I still would like to do that, but that's not really my answer anymore because like the little things mean so much more now and we love to camp. And so, you know, my ideal vacation really is just like to be with my family and be camping with my kids and hanging out and having a good time in the outdoors. And I don't even care where it is as long as it's not too hot. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's my ideal vacation, honestly, is just to like be with my kids, have them not fight and, mm -hmm. uh, and be Good together. Answer. You know, Good I got answer. a couple of years left with them and I want to spend as much time as I can with them all spend time with me. And I'm lucky that my kids will still will do that. Yeah. We camped for a lot of years. We sold our, uh, we had a couple of different, um, RVs, uh, Jayco's is what we usually had. And we sold ours in, um, 2019, right before COVID. Um, so that was the last season we used it, but um, just again that um, that camping, that being outdoors, um, just together as a family, um, you're you're kind of stuck together in a camper, mm -hmm. right? You can't really find each other. So I think this it's good and bad at the same time, but it does create some really good bonds. And um, so yeah, we grew up with our sons doing that. Yeah. yeah, there's actually a place up by us that you can take your RV and then you can actually rent like an older RV there. Um, and I think that would be perfect is that we, you know, either the kids would stay at ours or we, you know, would stay in ours and then we would rent one that they could stay in. So sure. it's like a duel. So we yeah, there you go. But not two together. <laughs> not two together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stop. Who would cross the people bridge? Must answer now these questions five. And into the golden bathtub he dives. Okay, well, it is that time of the podcast again where we ask the famous five questions for anything else. And the first one, when did you receive the Babylon Bee into your heart? What's your bee origin story? Well, I already told my bee origin story. So I'm um, 2020 and I came over here because of, I was just reading all the really funny COVID humor and I had just about had enough and it was in the heart of the Antifa protest series. And they had the funniest one about shutting down a specific lane in California that was now designated instead of the carpool lane. It was the lane for protests. I can't remember exactly what it was, but that was the story. And I was cracking up and we were laughing like 20 minutes on the phone, a friend and I, and I just clicked at the end of that article. I was just like, I'm going to join. <laughs> <laughs> and it was again, when, you know, I was trying to uh, distract myself from other things in my life. Yeah. Okay. Well, I have the second question for you. What is the favorite headline that you've submitted? My favorite headline that I've submitted. Ooh. Um, well, probably one of the ones that got published because it got published, I guess, <laughs> but yeah. I really like the rat one that we were talking about before the, um, just cause I think that's funny, but I think I would go with the, um, Trump, uh, considering ways to live tweet during the 
when they were muting, remember they were muting his microphone. And so my headline was Trump considering live tweeting during debates. And that actually, that one was published. Nice. Yeah. That would be funny. Unbelievable. What fast food menu item is the result of the fall? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Um, Um, all anything vegan meat that's on a fast food menu. That's my answer. Anything, all of them. They're disgusting. (laughs) Good answer. Yeah. That's why you're my sister. Good answer. Yeah, that's right. And as an aside, I I do want to make a note that you're the only person that I allow to consume turkey bacon and you're you're it. (laughs) Nobody else is allowed to. Except for my forum sister. So that's, that's right. It. It's not my fault. <laughs> it's not your fault. Yeah. So, yeah. I have lots of allergies. Yeah. That's too bad. Yeah. I do, as do I. So we're not, we're like, yes. So, yeah. That was another reason why we're brother and sister. Absolutely. Absolutely. We have, we have a lot of, um, lot of problems. <laughs> are, are those parents of ours? That's right. <laughs> we are not the updated model. That's right. <laughs> Okay, the next question. What is your favorite denomination and why is it Baptist? <laughs> oh, my favorite denomination is non-denominational. Just um, I'm born again Christian, non-denominational, and that there is my favorite. Just, you know, we every Sunday we get out the Bible, we read from the Bible, um, and that's what we do. And and having been at a few different churches, I was born um went Methodist um, churches and then we were attending Episcopalian for a while and I've been to several Catholic churches and this is just the one that really has spoken to my um, soul and I've completely built my faith in this church and it literally is just Bible-based reading the word um, and hands down it's it's a winner for me good Okay, well, I think I have the final question here. So, if the FBI raided your house, how many my pillows would they find? <laughs> None. No oh, my oh, oh. <laughs> I don't like the my pillow. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> I tried it. I don't oh. like it. Mike Lindell is crying right now. I was going to say. I'm sorry, Mike. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I have a friend who Poor really Mike. loves the my pillow. It's just not my thing. How many throw pillows do you have in your house? Oh, not as many as Kurgle. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was all about the throw. I love the throw pillow. Uh, I saw the collection of throw pillows, and I think she needs to be a throw pillow ten step, uh, <laughs> twelve step, whatever that is. Um, I let me think. Um, probably like uh, twenty. That's plenty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a fair it's number. Fair. Yeah, but not. It's not a Kurgle number. Kurgle calls it a starter pack. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can always do better. Yeah. Do I, will, better. I will always probably buy more at some point, but, but I still can't compete. <laughs> Every time someone rejects a my pillow, Mike Lindell somewhere feels a disturbance in the force. That's right. I'm sorry, Mike. Yeah. Yes. Yes. He does sell sheets and robes <laughs> and a few other things. I've seen a few of his ads lately. So he's selling well, all kinds of stuff. I lost all of my um, my pillows in a boating accident. Well, that happens, right? I mean, yeah. that happens. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yes, an undisclosed lake That's in the right. middle of the country. I cannot reveal where. 
Yeah, that's exactly. right. Or, you yeah. know, if, if not for the boating accident, I would have lots of my boats. <laughs> All registered. All registered. <laughs> <laughs> and licensed. <laughs> so you don't have any high capacity assault pillows, right? You don't have any? Uh, I, wink, I, wink. Yeah, none. Okay, right. okay absolutely not. No pillows with a brace? <laughs> Definitely no pillows with a brace because, I mean, that's just awful. <laughs> Did any of your pillows have silencers? Um, oh, for a pillow, that could be. <laughs> a, a pillow could be used as a silencer. That is true. I was thinking, you know, like having been a mom who's had a baby with a husband that snores really loud after you haven't slept for like seven months straight. Like, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I've like I, I've made the joke. Um, you know, the older you get, um, the easier it is to go to bed healthy and wake up injured. But um, sometimes I wonder if my spouse isn't like whacking me with their elbows, getting me to shut up and not snore too. So uh, yeah, that could be. Uh, you yeah, know, I injured cool. myself bowling. A oh, weeks no. ago. I, di I dislocated my middle finger. What bowling? Wow. bowling? How'd you do that? I wow. literally just well, I have like some joint things, but uh, like yeah, I, I just. Pick too heavy a ball, I guess. Oh no! <laughs> I was like, Something's wrong with my finger. It oh, no. Right. <laughs> oh, oh no! Did you have to so, go get it looked at, or what you do? And well, I'm just kind of suffering with it. I, oh, I no. have not gone to have it looked at. It's, I mean, it popped back into space. It okay. still kind of hurts a little bit, but it's gotten much better. Is it on your non-dominant hand or your dominant? No, hand? it's my dominant hand. Oh, you should get that looked at. Um, I probably should, but it seems better mostly. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> Let me ask you this question, though, anything else. Is it that doctors won't see you because you're a lawyer? Like they, they see that and they just go, not going to not going to deal with you. I will tell you, like, as a true, like an actual not funny thing, like lawyers, the doctors will, m many doctors, not all doctors will ask you what kind of law you practice before they'll see you. Oh, I'm not surprised by yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I get that question a lot. Like they'll say what your profession is and then they'll ask what kind of well, and I, I'm non-threatening to a doctor. So. <laughs> you would be. You you told me through email the kind of law that you do, and I'm sure the doctor, if they would re have read that, they would have fallen asleep. So, yeah. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> Glad you I can out, say Bob. that as a guy who's <laughs> okay. teaching some of the stuff that you do in your law, in your legal, in your legal practice, in your legal. Stuff, that is so, true. Yeah. Okay, so there's another similarity that your brother and sister, you both make people fall asleep. That's true. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Hey, that's did just... I tell you the story about when I was going to my kids? Like he wanted, like the for the you know the bring your parent to school day where yeah. you go and talk about your profession. Yeah. So my youngest kid wanted me to do this and he was so excited and I couldn't understand why he was so excited. Like he was so excited. And so the morning that we're going to do this presentation, he says to me, so mom, you're a warrior, right? A warrior. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, my first name is Zena. I'm a princess warrior. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I got a lot of Zena. Um, <laughs> Zena, thanks to me after that. Yeah. Yes, that's awesome. That's what that's what you love about that young age, right? That innocence. Exactly. And, yeah, yeah. He yeah. he was kind of disappointed. Though. I'll bet he was. Yeah, I'll bet he was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't nearly as cool as he thought it would be. Oh. 
I'll give you, okay, I'll, I'll, I have a story. So this was first grade for my oldest son. I don't remember why I remember it so clearly. So again, you, the parent comes in, talks about their profession. So I can 10 key without looking at the numbers easily. So that's what I did. I just, I brought in this list of, this, this giant report that I had done once upon a time with all the numbers in it. I just sat there and added them up. And then I had the kids just give me random numbers. And I added them up and they thought that was the funniest thing ever. My son will still at the age of 31 mention that every so often because he's, he's also an accountant. So See, it's, you it's made funny. accounting cool. I, yeah, I, I guess I, so. I, I, yeah. Failed. I was like, I can bring like a giant document and talk about it, which I think is probably what I did. It was not, it was not as cool as if I that was a warrior. Cool that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was disappointing. Uh, that's good. Yeah. You got my note. Uh, well, I, I got uh, a note. Okay, now we're going to take uh, some time to read some published headlines from subscribers. So we have some really, really good ones that have been published lately. And anything else would you care to read the first one? Sure. So the first one is from The Walkman. Trump indicted for Maui wildfire. <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me. So the next one is from G. Fanson. As prices rise, people who buy stuff hardest hit. <laughs> and I want to say, I believe that was published near or the same day that we celebrated Gary for hitting his five million. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was cool. like that that day or the next day. And that was a featured and then a published. So you got the double yep. on that one. So yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah, nice. That's a great headline. Good job. Okay, I'll read the next one. Then we can go, boy, girl, boy, girl. <laughs> just like kindergarten. Just like elementary school. Yeah, yep. elementary school. Yeah. <laughs> okay, the next one is from Surf Duck. Fulton County DA indicts everyone who voted for Trump. It seems to be true, doesn't that? Yeah, it's going to happen. This is yeah. not satire. Yeah. Okay, well, the next headline is uh, from just over a month ago from Brother Tim. Ten theses Luther decided not to nail to the Wittenberg door. <laughs> and. Uh, and then if you proceed to open that headline, there's some hilarious comments. For example, add racing stripes to Pope Mobile. <laughs> Pope should wear humble trucker's hat. Take the Pope hat social media handle before some weirdo does. <laughs> <laughs> there's a few more on there. So you can find that headline and uh, enjoy those at your leisure or leisure. I think I'm up from one horse pony. Democrats use election interference charges to interfere with election. <laughs> that is not satire. That is not satire. So true. <laughs> Next is from Howie Shear. Hurricane Hillary expected to hit California and destroy countless emails. <laughs> that was about four weeks ago from that one. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. funny. I missed that one. I just uploaded it. All right. Oh, I can't believe it's my turn for this one. The language I'm going to have to say. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This one is from Dissidente Redactico. Californians excited for Hurricane to wash all the poop off the sidewalks. <laughs> <laughs> and the next one is from Abraham Lincoln. Local church tries bold new tactic of just teaching the Bible. Hmm. That sounds Weird. like the church anything else goes to. Crazy That's stuff. Right. Yeah. Crazy, crazy stuff. Yeah. It is crazy. All right, got another one from Brother Tim. Grown man still calls it 
big church. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big boy going to big church. That's right. I'm going yeah. to the big church. <laughs> uh, Coach Joe Conway, as Hurricane Hillary downgraded to tropical storm, Democrats launch investigation into Russian collusion. There's that darn Russian thing again. Yep. Wasn't me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this one is from Nolster. Ugly people excited about face masks coming back into style. (laughs) So true. (laughs) Yep. Team boys with acne. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Silver lining. Yeah. (laughs) And another one from 2 plus 2 is chicken. I mean, at this point, who's counting? <laughs> California hobos take quick action repooping sidewalks. <laughs> uh, so we had a lot of California there, didn't we? That was a common we theme did. with that one, wasn't it? A lot it? of poop. A lot of poop jokes. <laughs> a lot of poop. California and poop. It just goes hand in hand now, I guess. All it right. does. Yeah. Wonderful. Makes you want to go visit, doesn't it? Oh, yes. <laughs> so th- this is from Nemo. CDC warns of new election variant. <laughs> uh, this is from uh, Uneptitude. Uh, Trump charged with additional count of having mugshot so hot it should be illegal. Well, folks, can you believe this? They're actually trying to indict me for being too good looking. I mean, it's incredible, really. People are always telling me, Donald, you're a very, very good looking guy. And you know, they're right. They're absolutely right. It's just a fact, folks. But the haters and the losers... They're just jealous because they don't have the looks that I have. They're trying to bring me down, but let me tell you, it's just another witch hunt. We're going to fight it. We're going to win, just like we always do. MAGA! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, the next one is from The Treadmill, and this one I thought was really good. And then this is actually the one that uh, Kyle Mann turned into the 29-word Yep. Headline. Yes. <laughs> so from the treadmill, Bollywood successfully creates Indian moon landing. <laughs> we kind of talked about this one in the last podcast. Yeah. We did. Yeah, yeah. that was a good one. The next one is from Tom Tomarash84, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Cats and dogs celebrate Bob Barker's passing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The next one is from Cause. I think that's how you say it. Chicago mayor blames gunshot victims for getting in the way of bullets. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the rare double featured and published. Good job, cause. Yeah, that was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Well done. Pretty Next new. One, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Newer user too. So congratulations. Yep. That's a big deal to get it, getting those right away. That's yeah. That's a fun, funny user too. Yep. Very much so. And, Sometimes people go a thousand headlines before getting published, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. Cool. I, it's I know how that goes. <laughs> yeah. Kurgle knows how that goes. Yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Me too. Probably. I think that's about mine too. <laughs> Me too. Uh, I was in the first hundred, so I got mine. So just to, just to brag, just to brag a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> was so, that, so that, that must have been back when you weren't boring. Correct. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. Teaching tax class definitely does that to you. Um, so a little aside about that tax class, by the way, is I've been teaching it probably for about eight to nine years now. And we only used to teach it in eight weeks because, and we taught it at night because we had other people who want to take it. 
Um, and we want to switch it to a full semester length class, which is 15 weeks. So this is the first time I've been teaching it in the 15 week format that meets three days a week as opposed to one night a week. And it's a lot harder. Um, you'd think that'd be easier, but it's harder. So I have to take this material for three hours a week and keep it as entertaining as you can keep a tax class. And it's really, really hard. <laughs> as an aside, Prof, if, if you have any more unfortunate incidents where students start falling asleep, yeah. maybe maybe you could bring a supply of my pillows with you just to Oh, out. that's a good idea. A good my one. pillow classroom edition. That's yeah. right. Oh, I'm going to say, I'm gonna, there's a headline, so don't steal it from me, Tish. Okay, that's a headline right there. I'm going to think, I got one more left today. That Maybe Different. that's it right there. Okay. Great, write it down before you forget. I've got my notes right here. I'm going to write that down. Okay. Uh, I went off the rails. Sorry about that. Okay. My it's pillow right. classroom edition for the student has to take the tax class with Dr. You, you also need a MyPillow um, office meeting edition or professor meeting edition. There you go. Yeah. yeah. I actually have a published headline with the pillow. It was back when, oh, who was that guy that was in the, par the Parkland shooting? What was his name? He went to Harvard, just kind of a real dweeb. Oh, um, David, David something. Hogg? David oh, Hogg. Yeah, That's the, it. Yeah. yeah so he yep. was going to come out with a competitor French, to Mike Lindell. Right? Yeah. And so I got a p headline published about um, my pillow for tears. So basically it, it, it absorbs liberal tears and they almost published that one word for word too. So that was pretty cool. I, so I do remember that. I do have a pillow headline that got published. So yeah, mm -hmm. that was one of my favorites that have been published. Okay. Completely veered off course here, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but I got a headline idea I can pitch today. So I'm happy about that. So it was worth it. Okay. Yeah, totally <laughs> worth it. Um, so the next one is from two plus two is chicken. Capitals physician medically clears bowl of jello. <laughs> or a pillow. <laughs> or a pillow. Why not be a pillow? <laughs> About the same thing. Yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. Okay. This one is from Retrops. Mitch McConnell replaced with cardboard cutout at press conference. No one notices. <laughs> That was a headline that had two things in it that SDH has said don't do. Periods. Two periods. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it's funny, so it made it. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those headlines where you think, why didn't I think of that? Exactly. Yep. Right? Uh -huh. I thought the same thing when I read that one. Yep. Yeah. I did a lot of cardboard cutout ones back in the day, too. Is so. that right? Like, oh. Yep. So the next headline is from Gen X Ambassador. Joe sends Hunter on emergency drug run to aid Burning Man refugees. <laughs> there were some really good Burning Man headlines there. I never yeah. did try to write one, but those were there were some good ones there. Yeah. All right. Next one again. Two plus two is chicken. Zelensky says women who sign up to fight will receive a free PSL. I'm having problems with my eyes, so hopefully. Read that. Pumpkin okay. spice latte. Uh, pumpkin spice latte. I was not gra grasping that. Not a personal seat license, which is also a PSL. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> See, I'm not a pumpkin spice latte person, so these, it's lost on me. I'm not a pumpkin spice anything. I, I don't do, mind the spice, but. I don't mind pumpkin spice bullets in the fall, though. I, they do leave a nice aroma when you shoot them, so I don't mind those. But. Yeah. Okay, next up is Dissidente Redactico. Pelosi runs for two more years of insider trading and liquid lunches on government credit card. <laughs> it was, it was funny story. about that one. 
is that was for Dissidente, that was a longer headline. So the published one was just the first part. Pelosi runs for two more years of insider trading. So it was kind of, and I remember that he like, he, he, he um, made that headline. And within minutes, the bees headline came out almost exactly mm-hmm. like it. So, but he got credit for it, rightfully so. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. As it should be. Okay. The next one is from Howie Shear. Democrats claim illegal immigrants are destroying their sanctuary cities. <laughs> Again, this is not satire. So strange. <laughs> yes. I thought this was yeah. supposed to be satire. Yeah. Yep. And the last headline, as of the moment we're recording this, is from Slinky. Four days ago, Biden can sympathize with 9-11 victims since he had to watch the Jenga Tower fall on his son, Bo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Do you think our president exaggerates just a little bit? Just a little bit. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's not like we didn't know it when he was elected. Exactly, right? <laughs> there were signs. <laughs> there were signs. <laughs> <laughs> But yet we did it. Oh, not me. I didn't vote no. for the guy. I'm going to go with the. I'm going to go on a limb and say Tees did not vote for the guy. Yep. No. Did not. <laughs> well, shall we uh, land this plane then? Let's land it. Yeah. Anything else? Anything that you want to bring? No, up? it was get fun. To? I'm yeah. so happy to have uh, been able to do it. Oh, we're thrilled to have you. I've been, you know, I asked you a long time ago. You know, back in like April or May, and it just. With summer and everything, um, you know, thankfully work. we we yeah work. <laughs> we realized if I give you enough warning and give you some you know a, a date range, we can probably get you. And so we finally figured that out and we got you. So yep. yeah, it's been no, great. It's great. Yep. So, yeah, that one of the neatest things about the podcast is being able to actually see people and see the subscribers and meet them. And yeah. Exactly. So I, I've been waiting for a long time for you to be on. So it's it's been a long. Oh, time I appreciate it. To you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and likewise, you know, we've had some interactions about teen laundry piles. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> and other, other things on the B and not the B. So it's really cool to meet you uh, virtually and uh, get to see your face and uh, put a voice and a face to, to a, a username. And hopefully the community have the opportunity to get to know you a little bit better as well. And uh, I've really enjoyed listening to your your testimonies and your funny stories and, and everything that... Uh, that you you do outside of the forum as well, and what's inspired you to be here, and uh, and we also value everything that you bring to the both the, not the B and the headline forum yep. as well. Yeah, no, the whole community is such a blessing, and thank you guys for doing the podcast too, because that's it's really neat to you know from the other side too to be able to hear people and just hear you guys. You guys crack me up, so well, that's great. It's fun. I have no idea how you guys can uh, manage to do it all the time, but I'm glad <laughs> you do. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Especially you teach because you should be fading right now and you seem still quite awake. Yeah, it's getting late here, but that's okay. <laughs> it's going to be the weekend, so, you know. <laughs> but I appreciate the compliments. And I think, you know, let's be fair, the podcast probably went, uh, kind of improved when Kurgle started joining us on a more regular basis. Absolutely. Oh, thank you. Great ad. She's our DEI, you know. <laughs> our DEI. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Diversity of pro- like out- outside property and gender, but not thought. So yes, you guys are exactly. on point. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> but we only have two of the 479 genders represented. So we got to work mm, on that, true. I guess. Yeah. 
How do you know? <laughs> I don't know. How can yeah, exactly. Know? <laughs> exactly. I don't know. Yeah. It's a mystery. I don't know how you can tell. I have no idea. Hey, I don't even know what I am from one day to another. <laughs> your it, your um, bio is so funny. I, I yes. read it again this morning to prep. I was just laughing reading your bio. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just so funny. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. We're losing Kurgle too. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm tired and hungry. Oh, yeah. 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 If only you had somebody to make you dinner. Oh, but it is Friday night, so Friday night is runs the night, so I don't have to cook. That's yes. right. <laughs> all right. Okay, so I guess all that remains to say is uh, God bless you all, and um, any big plans for your Friday nights? Kurgle, you're doing? Yeah, we are having runs of tonight, so it's our night to eat out, and we're probably going to watch a movie. Don't know what yet, though. You might have to explain what Runza is to non-Midwesterners. <laughs> Runza is a fast food restaurant. And <gasps> at least for us, it's the best one in town. They have really good burgers, really good fries. And what's the main dish that they serve? Oh, you know what? It, it's called a Runza. And I think I had one years ago, but it's not really style of food that I like. But, okay, so it's like... Explain a, what it is. Yep. It's like, it, it, okay, it's kind of like a Hot Pocket. Would yes. that be what, what you yes. say? Yeah, it's, it's like an enclosed sandwich and it has this Italian beef ingredients, onions, all that kind of stuff. But but yeah, it, it's not the kind of thing that I like, so I always have a cheeseburger or a chicken sandwich. As long as you don't get a veggie burger. Exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I would probably cook before I have to eat a veggie burger. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Anything else? Thanks so much for your time. Thanks, Ivan. And uh, well, God bless you. And uh, we'll keep checking in with each other on on the forum and not the beat. Absolutely. Yep. Good talking to you. Bye, Ed. Yep. Bye. Bye. Bonus content. <laughs> Is that your husband? Yeah. Wow, Grizzly Adams <laughs> over there. Yeah. Awesome. And my son. <laughs> and yeah. Which which boy is that? One or two? That's the older one. Older one. No, nice. Yeah. I thought that um, was the uh, bear from that Chinese zoo for a minute. The bear from the Chinese pretty zoo. Pretty much, yeah. I know, right? Yeah. Uh, the, the beard is now gone. But. Is it? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> See so, what I mean? Yeah. Like a Sasquatch. Yeah. He does. You're right. Because you, <laughs> you gave me that, that gif or picture of a guy riding a motorcycle. And yeah, you're right. It does look like him. Mm. Yeah. 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 It's funny. We were in Michigan. He tried on one of those leather vests yeah. and I was on the floor rolling. Like it was, <laughs> it, it was hilarious. It awesome. was really funny. Really funny. Oh, I love it. Um, yeah. It's a phase. <laughs> you know, it's funny it's because phase. my wife would love it. I have a full head of hair. My wife would love it if it was long. And I'm like, that goes against every genetic thing on my body to have yeah. long hair. I just, I, as an accountant, I can't do it, dear. And she's like, yeah, okay, I, I think it's it, so. like, you know, we, we lived through yeah. those 80s and it's like back yep. to the, yep. like re, reliving the glory days. And, Absolutely. But, yeah. and he was like, when we moved out here, because he had to interview for a job, he was completely, he looked, you know, like Tige, um, completely clean shit, like, except without the beard, but sure. short hair like that. And, yeah. um, <laughs> and clean shaven and everything and so this has all been since we moved out here oh man he looks like um bradley cooper without his beard and with the so he used to always get that i think he was rebelling against that gotcha. there's some guy that didn't know his name for the longest time that used to call him hey bradley 
<laughs> now, what did you think about that? Having a husband who looks like a movie star. How would that make you feel? I hate it. Oh, oh you hate it. Oh, most women would probably stop. go, that's he's mine. <laughs> okay, I'll tell another story. When um, we were like our kids were really young, so I don't know, maybe 35. Um, we lived in the house. I had to have the air conditioning venting redone. Mm-hmm. So I had dealt with the guy and he priced it all out and he came to give the full estimate when he came back and he had not met my husband. He had just been dealing with me and my husband answered the door. This was a long time ago. So he didn't look like that picture at all. He definitely didn't have the gray beard. That's where all his gray is. So if he shaves that, he looks good. But he answered the door. He had his hat on backwards. And the guy said, I think I'm looking for your mother. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) No, that's my wife. (laughs) Oh, man. So yeah. were you old looking or was he young looking? I mean, that's kind of where I'm trying to figure He's it out in my mind. Looking. Yeah. That's yeah. Good. That's yeah. kind of why I like the beard to be honest. Okay. Like, gotcha. like we're all, yeah. Cause the beard makes him look old. And, um, <laughs> and it's funny cause when we were visiting his family before his, um, our nephew's girlfriend was like, Oh, I think he looks so much older than you. And I was like, ah, <laughs> yeah. but it's totally cause the beard is so the gray, beard. but if he shaves gotcha. that, it's like a totally different look. Gotcha. 